Hello everyone, welcome back to Grown Ups the podcast. How are you Ellie? Hi everybody, happy Monday. I'm good, I'm good. At this moment in time, I will have submitted my APC paperwork, so I'll be over the fucking moon. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. No, shout out to everyone who's trying to better themselves and do all these courses and do more to get qualified. Like, you go, people. <laughs> I can't relate, but... <laughs> Yeah, boy, this is this is it for me. Like, once I've gained this qualification, I don't intend <laughs> to do anything further other than, like, little day courses here and there. But no more exams, please. Like, I can better myself in other ways. It's not it. Not that it's not an exam. It's, like, coursework and an interview, but still. <laughs> How are yeah. you? How have you been? How's your week been? Is it good vibes today? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good vibes. It's good vibes. Uh, it's always good vibes, isn't it? Of course, Actually, of course. This morning I went to get my nails done and I booked with the lady I always book with. But mm. when I got there, the lady I always book with wasn't there. So now someone else is doing my nails and I'm like, if you couldn't do my nails, please cancel it because I actually want you in particular. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. You know, I once called up the nail salon to salon. salon. <laughs> I won't call up the nail salon to complain about this exact issue because if I book with someone, I want that person. Why am I entering the nail shop and they're there doing someone else's nails? Are you dumb? No, exactly. And it's also like, like my nails are my natural nails. Like I do not trust everyone with them. So mm-hmm. I actually, they're so important to me. I want the right person to be doing it. And I want only the person that I trust, not some random person. Ugh. anyways. Yeah, I completely agree. That's really jarring. I'd be so annoyed. I hope they look okay. Yeah, they look what? <laughs> They're a bit like, well, she cut my cuticles, but she cut too fast. It started bleeding. Mm-hmm. And I even said my cuticles are really thin, like they're really sensitive. Don't go ham. But regardless, it's been cut and it's been bleeding, but it's fine. Yeah, that's really jarring. I once had a lady who literally filed two toenails and was like, I'm done. Oh. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> I said, you can file those ones too. I'm like paying you that 40 quid, mate. Fucking file them. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Gosh, the, the first world problems of it all. But, you know, this is our, this is our podcast. Yeah, we talk sorry. about our problems. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, no negative vibes this Monday morning. Um, But on that note, let's jump into something funny, something light. Let's do our, um in this week's episode of Being a Dumb Bitch. Yes. <laughs> what have we got? Do you want to read it out or do you want me to? Okay, let me read it out. Um, I had a seriously embarrassing dumb bitch experience at work this week and I thought I would share oh I love it (laughs) I've been having trouble with a colleague in my team for a while now he will leave me out of team meetings by accident forget to Mm. cc me into important emails and not tell me when deadlines have been moved that's so that's actually critical that one is wild imagine that that's like messing with someone's career yeah Anyways, well, enough was enough. And I decided to make a formal complaint. I sent a note to HR explaining the circumstances. And instead of just typing his name so they were aware of who I was complaining about. Oh, no. I fucking added him in the goddamn email. (laughs) My complaint is still being processed, but the office is currently awkward as hell. And no, he has not yet approached me about it. (laughs) What are you doing in that situation? That's so awkward. 
never coming back to the office I guess <laughs> I think I would work from home I would work from home until it cooled down I don't what if they can't work from home what if this person can't work from home they have to go in every day do you know what? it's not that deep yeah if they'd already told him if he knew if they'd already put him in his place but if it looks like you're just being like a tweety pie over there it doesn't reflect well but also not not to say like good for you for sticking up for yourself I think that's important. Yeah, I th- I think probably they hadn't already said something, I'm guessing. Otherwise it wouldn't be, I don't know. But either way, it's awkward. I think now you just have to go with chest and if yeah. and be like, do you know what? Maybe, I don't know if I would pull them to the side. Because oh, you should have, but you should have pulled them to the side before going to HR, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. but do you know what that's their own problem for being a bully yeah do you like, know what if if they come up to you well sorry but I felt you were unapproachable I felt I felt like I couldn't speak to you about this and I had to escalate it yeah you did nothing wrong but that's awkward, awkward. that hopefully it flows over yeah hopefully it flows over or he's seen the email and he just starts being nice to you even though it'll be fake, it will be better than like what's going on right now. I'm sure. I'm all for being fake. Let's just be fake. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Don't get on Maggie's bad side, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio. Well, we've also got a dilemma. Um. Okay. Hi, girls. Hello, hello. I love listening to the podcast and hearing everyone's relatable stories and dilemmas. Thank you. Right now, I'm working as an executive assistant at an accounting firm and have made good friends with the EAs who work in, oh Lord, all the other departments. (laughs) While it is lovely to have people to debrief at lunch or at the end of the day, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable around them. Every time I see them, they bitch about one person or another. I do not always agree with what they say, which creates tension or awkwardness. And I'm worried this might reflect badly on me one day if other people find out. How do you deal with bitchiness at work? Oh, this is such a good question. I feel like, did I send this in? Because I actually have this problem. Like, when pitching at work? Sometimes. I Like, sometimes people will say something shady and I'm just like, I'm really uncomfortable with this shadiness because, I don't know, like, I just... I envisioned everyone at your work being, like, really, like, not holy, but, like, like, I don't know, just sustainable and, like, refreshing. (laughs) Because we're an NGO. (laughs) No, it's not. It's nothing like crazy. Like, oh my god, have you seen how fat so and so has got? Like, it's nothing like that. But it is. It is kind of like, um, oh my gosh, and that person just won't stop. And just, it's just like little things that I, I feel like I can't contribute to because I'm not in the office enough to see to Mm. get annoyed at people. To be honest. And if I'm not working across that team, then I can't relate. So now you're saying something to me and I just know this person has been a really nice person. I feel really awkward. So I just, what I do is I'm just like, oh, is it right? <laughs> like I just, I try not to fuel the fire basically by uh, like commenting or anything like that. Cause I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to be in the crossfire of this. Like if, mm. if you guys then make up and I was seen chatting shit as well, like I'm, I just try to, move away that's the awkward thing I feel like trust nobody like these people will come and chat shit about someone and then next day they'll be best buddies mm-hmm. or what I try to do yeah is always be open and honest 
So like I always tell someone what I think. Usually it comes out when I'm drunk, but I'll try to tell them when I'm sober too. So then if someone else says something, then I can be like, I've told you already. And that person might even do that. And then it looks like you were shying because you haven't told them and you were joining in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this is in life as well. Like with friends and stuff, like I'm, listen, like I'll say how I feel to you and that's it. But it's, it, you're so right. Like people will be chatting shit one day and best friends the next day. So don't get caught up in that in between. You're not trying to get caught lacking. I agree. I, I think Megan's idea is the best idea. Just go, oh, mm, oh, did she do that? But don't put any of your own opinions out there. And then if someone tries to come to you, be like, I did not say that. They told me, but I wasn't trying to be bitchy. Oh, do you know what? There has been a drama yet where someone, someone heard someone bitching about someone else and they didn't tell the person. So obviously this person who's in this situation is not going to go tell other people that they're being bitched about because that's just wild. Do you think that's wrong? I, I don't think that's wrong. I'd rather not know. I don't expect you to tell me if someone's bitching about me. Can I say an unpopular opinion? I think gossiping makes the world go round. And I think you need to get it out of your system in order to maintain good friendships, yeah? You just need to say something a little here and a little there. <laughs> To get it out of your system, because at the end of the day, no one is perfect, and you mm. you're gonna like you're gonna have disagreements, and it's good to just just say it. Like if someone's annoying me, like I'll say it to them, and I will say it to another friend as well. Like I, my thing is, I will say it to your face, though. That is the difference. Yeah. Like I'll say it to your face, and I'll say it behind your back. But at least I've said it to your face. But I need to say it behind your back to to just get it out of my system otherwise it's going to keep brewing and brewing and brewing and more time I'm mm. saying it to my mum or something like it's it's not that like I'm chatting shit to my mum about someone or whatever but I agree with you I don't want to know if you're chatting shit about yeah. me chat shit in peace if that's what you need to do to be my friend but you just need to because I'm not perfect like if that's what you need to do just say it yeah and then move on if it's not that if it's like minor things and if it's something big like you actually hate me don't be my friend but like yeah. little things like oh she really annoyed me when say it I don't care say it get out yeah that's my opinion I don't like I okay because <laughs> it makes the world go around when you first said it, I was like you, you what but actually you are right like sometimes you just have to say shit and you can't always say it to the person it's not always going to come across nicely and sometimes it's just not worth the hassle but you need to say it to someone because you're like they're really irritating me and I'm gonna blow um but yeah I definitely don't want to know and I never would be annoyed at someone for not telling me no me neither I think unless it was like you something you thought so strongly about and it's Mm -hmm. recurring like you constantly think like this about me but if it was a certain scenario and you just felt it's just not even worth having an argument about this then just chat shit real quick that's it I don't care guys say it it's okay I give permission yeah (laughs) agreed (laughs) I feel like I just turned this on to like our own scenario but girl just listen to them smile and nod and don't tell anyone else about it like it's fine And if yeah. someone has to come for you, then stand your ground and be like, I didn't say shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, though. I think that happens everywhere. So everyone is probably facing that same dilemma. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, it makes the world go round. This happens to everyone. It does indeed. But on the note of, like, gossip, of bitchiness in the office, we thought about, yeah, like, open plan. 
or private office and this inspired our poll this week yes I didn't yeah like I didn't even know private offices really still existed unless you were like top dog no me neither I didn't think that was a thing yeah I every office I've worked in the people that have offices like their private office are like CEO or like yeah head of head of head like that's I, I've never seen like hella people having offices no it's the same for me but uh, so our poll was literally what do you prefer your own office with a hair flick or open plan slash hot desk and 71% said your own office really people not trying to socialize <laughs> yeah 29% said open plan slash hot desk um what would you have picked it's difficult because where I work from home now, I mean, I go into the office, but I mostly work from home. I've gotten so comfortable to my own space and my own my own way of working and putting music on. I, I don't really like wearing headphones and stuff like in the office. Like I'd, I'd rather just listen to music. Um, so I would actually vote. I'd actually rather have my own office as well wow what would I'm you so prefer surprised. you're a social butterfly I know but I'll come out when I want to be social but no one's out because everyone's in their own private office <laughs> oh we can have lunch together <laughs> fair enough oh I'm I'm a million percent for open plan really why all day every day I just like what is the point of me being in the office if I'm gonna be sat by myself I may as well sit at home do you know what I mean Okay, do you know the scenario that I'm picturing is me being the head of something and then everyone else is hot desking. <laughs> so I'm the big boy who has the private <laughs> office. Like that, because then I can come out and socialise whenever I want to. <laughs> okay, okay. I like it, I like it. Dream big. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's not even dream a big, that's achievable. I see this for you one day. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know. Even if I was a top dog, like, I just like being out in the open with people. I wouldn't want to be locked away. Like I like, I like just like tapping someone on the shoulder, being like, "You're right." Or like, if I'm really not feeling something, or I'm just not feeling motivated, I'm like, "Oh, I feel so tired today." Oh, look at the weather. Like, imagine if I'm in my office and I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what like going up to get a tea, and then you see everyone like, "Oh," and then you have a little chat. Like, sometimes I find when I go into the office, especially depending on who's in. The work I get done is so minimal because we're actually chatting the whole time and I don't get nothing done. I must admit, I have started wearing these headphones in the office so people know not to talk to me. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, but then when I'm ready for a chat, I'll just pop them off. Or like, I think for me, it's most convenient because I'm still young and like young in my career and in life. But like, I have a lot of questions for people. So I can be yeah. like, oh, excuse me. Imagine the daunting feeling of having to go knock on someone's door and be like can you help me with something I don't know how to do a percentage yeah no you're I'm actually mortified yeah you're disrupting the whole workflow no I agree that that's a good point I thought it's the equivalent of messaging someone on teams you know when you have to message them a stupid question on teams and you're like mm, or give them a call on teams hate it hate it I agree yeah I remember when I started my job and I was I had 50 million questions and so I just started making a list of all my questions and I was like when you have time can we have a meeting I'll just fire all my questions all at once but yeah I still want my private office (laughs) (laughs) on the questions thing very quickly I feel like that is the best way to go about it when I first started whenever a question came up I used to ask it immediately 
And then five minutes later, I'd have another one. So I used to be constantly bugging people and it is the most embarrassing thing. I'm telling you, hold on to your questions until you have at least 10 and then bug the person. I completely agree. Yeah, 100%. Top advice, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> that is life-changing. That has changed my approach to learning. I, no, I completely agree. Stack them up. Okay, should we see what people said in terms yes. of office and open plan? Yeah. All right. Someone said... <laughs> own office so I can shop online in peace I hear it <laughs> no sis there's this new guy yeah who started at my work and like I can't even explain how the desks are but obviously it's summer so like agency's quite quiet at the moment because a lot of people are away so like not judging him but my desk is here and then his bank of desks are here Ooh, but I have my nails I've bitten them because of stress <laughs> <laughs> um but his bank faces onto like meeting rooms, so no one can really see his screen other than like me and the people next to me. Every time I look over his screen, he's shopping for basketball tickets, he's shopping for new shoes. Every time I'm like, did this guy do any work? Or like the other day he had something open and I looked at my colleague and I was like, Oh, do you know he really makes me laugh? Like he's always shopping. And then my colleague looked over and he goes, You know that piece of work he's got on the screen? He was like, We submitted that ages ago. I'm dead. This guy's just pretend working. So he was just trying to look busy, bless him, because I don't think it's his fault. Like it is it's summer, like it is quiet at the moment, but it killed me. That one, that one I can relate. Like that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what else have we got? When you share an office space, people feel like they can talk to you whenever. I'm I'm seeing that as a as a con, like people bothering you all the time. So if you had your own office, that I guess maybe less yeah I think it's tricky because there's times when I benefit from that like from being like oh sorry I have a question oh sorry but when people do it back to me I'm like especially when you're in the middle of your flow yeah no it's actually there was one day where the whole of my team was in which is really rare because we're in completely different countries and stuff and Ellie no word of a lie I got nothing done because I was constantly oh being pulled left and right. And then I was pulling left and right as well, because like, we're never here. So let's ask a quick question. And then you get sidetracked into conversations and stuff. It is it is difficult for productivity. Um, it can be yeah. either way, right? Because you can either collaborate and it's like, oh, I've had uh, this question answered so quickly. I can just go on instead of having to set up a meeting and then getting sidetracked. But on the other hand, then people are talking to you all the time. It's difficult. Do you know what I actually, so when we were doing this poll, I did a little research. I've got no stats because my memory is really bad. But there was an article that literally said open plan offices are terrible for productivity. And the only reason they exist is because of cost. Yeah, cheaper. exactly. The, actually, um, so Maggie coming with the stats again. <laughs> <laughs> I can always rely on you to come with the stats. I'm Apparently. In England and Wales, <laughs> underused office space costs businesses ten billion pounds a year, and this has increased since um, COVID because people are working from home now. So you've actually, if you've got private offices that people aren't using it, that's a massive amount of space that's being wasted. And offices mm -hmm. are expensive to hire in central London. You joking? Yeah, do you know what? I'm really surprised. Like. I honestly, I know you have WeWork and stuff like that, yeah. But I honestly thought after COVID, like the office space would revolutionize. Like I thought, oh, there would be a revolution, whatever the word is. 
I thought like people would transform the office space and it'll be creative and this and that. And it's just like, it's really not. They've added a couple of gyms and they think that's okay. Yeah, no, 100%. It's actually crazy. I thought it would change as well, but it hasn't really. It actually hurts my chest. Like people could have, I'm not creative and I would have had better ideas than what they've come up with. Like, <laughs> it could have been amazing. Instead, I... they have a couple, couple cereal dispensers and some phone booths. Like, come on. No, it's so true. It's actually so true. Yeah. Ran over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, what have we got? Oh, someone said they prefer open plan because it reduces office hierarchy as everyone is sitting together. You know what? It's true. Because so my office is an open plan space, but as someone who is at the bottom of the hierarchy, <laughs> when the CEO <laughs> is in and he's sitting opposite me, I'm feeling so much pressure. Like I'm just, there's nothing, he's a lovely guy. It's nothing to do with him. It's just the fact that I know he's a CEO. And then he's asking me questions. And I'm like, ah, like it's so I just find it so nerve-wracking. So I don't know, but then it is good to feel like you can speak to the higher ups. Yeah. And it's it's nice that they like if you're in the office a lot, which I found when I first started, people got to know me. So like the head of my old team was like an international partner and I'd say we're pretty buddy buddy because I was in every day. Mm. So we we would chat all the time and like we actually got on so well and he gave me better tasks because of it. Like he right. let me help on amazing tasks because he knew who I was and I was always sitting there. He was like, what, you got nothing to do? Here you go. Do you know what? That is such a good point. When the CEO was in, he actually put me onto a project that I don't know if he would have put me onto that project if I wasn't in the office that day. So it, you're right. It can it can actually provide a lot more opportunities by breaking yeah. that hierarchy. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Like, but I don't think you grow unless you're outside of your comfort zone. So you need these people to scare the shit out of you for you to grow. So period. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> what else have we got? I prefer open plan. I literally go into the office to get the weekly gossip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's true oh my god do you know what that just made me think yeah so I'm full I'm just chatting basically people at um work were saying like they know they know so much gossip Maggie I know nothing I'm like how do you know this much and they were like don't you people watch they're like you can literally tell by the way someone glances at someone and stuff like that and I'm like so they if they were in their private office they wouldn't know all this gossip you're right. It is it is a good environment to know all the gossip. It is. I'm too unobservant. The other day, yesterday, Billy picked me up from the station. I got in the car, I sat down. And then he goes, oh, Mickey, which is his brother. Fucking turned around, his brother was sitting behind me. I didn't even know when I got in the car. That's how unobservant I am. Oh my gosh, Ellie. It's actually scary. One day someone's going to come up behind me and just like mug me or something and I wouldn't even know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> what are you doing there, mate? <laughs> terrible terrible oh going on on that note of being observant it can actually make the space tidier because now people can't leave stuff behind if you're hot desking so you can't have your plant your picture of your family which can be a negative but you also now it's everything is cleared away every single day so it's a clear tidy space every day I completely agree if there was clutter on the desks, that would seriously stress me out. It's yeah. Because if because people know it's not their desk, they won't leave like their coffee cup there and stuff. Imagine someone's leaving their coffee cup there for, over the weekend and you get there on Monday and they're like, but it's my desk. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's gross. And also like 
pictures of family and stuff on that note that made me think of the fact that that you constantly move desk I actually like the fact that I get to sit next to different people well actually I must admit I kind of have my own desk but different people will come and go and I think it's quite nice like you get different people sitting around you all the time and you get to know people around the office rather than just the one person next to you however (laughs) there was a study a survey found you that hot deskers waste 18 minutes a day on average looking for a space to look at, to work in. So in the morning, because you don't have your designated space, whilst you're out looking for your desk, you actually could be wasting up to 18 minutes a day doing that. That is wild. We don't have that issue. We book in advance. Oh, you book in advance. Does that waste time though? No, 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 it doesn't. It actually doesn't. Because I think I'll just be like, oh, just book my desk. Especially because I'm always in, so I keep my regular desk. Um, Yeah, you can book two weeks in advance. So you literally just hit a button, put in the dates and book your seats. It's actually quite useful as well because like, you'll know if no one's going to be in. So there are days where I'll have a look and I'll be like, oh, no one's booked today. Okay, I won't go in. Mm. It's really helpful. Like, I actually love it. I think that's a, that's a great like technique or I software, see. whatever it is. Right, okay. Yeah. Shut the down note- the survey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But obviously that's just my office. I'm I'm sure a lot of offices are like that. I have actually heard of people being like, oh, I go in and there's no seat sex on my team, which I think is highly unproductive because there's no point being in the office if you're not going to be near your team. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. On the note of software and especially new software, someone said they want a private office because they can't have people looking at their screen and realizing they use chat GTP to do their work. <laughs> Yes. I've never used it. I've never used it either, but I can imagine. I mean, if I no, but if I'm googling like something really dumb that I should know, that is embarrassing for people to see me. Like, I, do you know what I do when that happens? I turn down the screen brightness. <laughs> I just quickly. <laughs> I have two things that I do. One, I used to use my phone instead, but then it looked like I was texting, so I stopped that. And two, I use the two big screens in the in the office and my laptop screen. Mm-hmm. So I so I pull the browser down onto my laptop screen and then I quickly <laughs> and then I put it back up. Oh my gosh, they will never know. They will never it's know. It's so funny. Sometimes it will be as stupid as like, where is Stoke on Trent? For real? No, c- listen, because c- we work globally. I'm like, is Hong Kong a country or is it part <laughs> of China? Like, it's so. Honestly, no one can see me Googling that. That's so embarrassing. I do worry about my browser history sometimes. Like, I am embarrassing. But <laughs> love I'm glad to know we all do it. Um, I'm not sure if we have any more for any more or whether it's time to move on. Let me have a I don't look. think we do have any more for any more. No, we don't. Thanks, guys. I think some of those were really interesting. It's good to get people's takes on it. I'm still all for the open plan, but I think they need to be more bougie. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Progress to be made. But yeah, in light of everything that's going on, we've got our news story of the week. Um, This is probably like a, a week or so ago now, but still mad nostalgic. Like the thought of it is mad. So A-level results day was on, I think it was Thursday the 17th of August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And basically, there's there's two, like, news stories that caught my eye. One of them was that, basically, pupils think they've been completely screwed over by return to pre-COVID marking 
after top grades dropped by 9% in a year. Yeah, that's... I'm not going to... I saw this um TikTok. <laughs> I saw this TikTok. <laughs> and so the guy was explaining the A-level breakdown. And to get an A, it's so difficult. If anyone got an A, even in GCSEs as well, it's like you've actually done the most because the, the grade boundaries this year were insane. Mad. Do you know what? It is really scary. Like these people, I think this, I think from what I read, this was the first cohort not to sit their GCSEs because of COVID. And mm. then now coming through to the A-levels, which is wild, like where is time gone? Um, so for them, like this is the first real professional exams they've had. They've missed out on seriously important years of education. Yeah. Like it's it's deep. But I don't know what could have been done. Like, should they have lowered the green boundaries? I guess there is moderation. They do moderate, right? Like if everyone did poorly, they 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 move the grades, don't they? I think. Uh, yeah, they are meant to moderate. I think there's it's difficult because if you've got like looking at state school kids and kids that are in a classroom of 30 people versus potentially private school kids or um kids that are in a school which is in, in a better area where they might have one teacher to five students or one teacher to 10 students or something, then already it's at a disadvantage. Like some people may do really well, which might bring the grade boundaries higher because of that select group of people. And then everyone else suffers. I feel like, oh, when I saw A-level results days and just started seeing like all the articles and stuff, it literally took me back like, oh, that is, you could not pay me to do A-levels again. Like you really could not. It's just so stressful. I really feel for the, teenagers that like are waiting for results and stuff and then like feel like they didn't get into uni because all unis require like AAB, ABB or whatever and most people didn't get that oh yeah you could not pay me to go back either that was the worst I think that was probably the worst two years of my life I could uh, to date they were the worst two years of my life I completely agree yeah I, I I honestly think the education system needs a complete like reform. It's just it's wild. They need more like technical skills in there, more like banking and understanding your money and financial stuff. Like that I just spoke in complete terrible English, which just tells you how poor my education was. But <laughs> yeah, not for me. That process of getting your results. And then like I remember I went to sit in my car and cry. And then I had to call my sister and be like, I didn't get in. Like, we need to find somewhere for me to go. It was yeah. mad. It was awful. Going through clearing is a nightmare. Like, you're speaking to these people, trying to fight for your case. It's like, girl, you didn't get the grades. Like, what can we do? Like, move on. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but it's, oh, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate the whole system. Yeah. God bless you all. If you didn't get what you want, if you got what you want, congratulations. It's not the end of the world. But actually, the education secretary, I think it's Gillian Keegan, um, she was slammed by Labour for a rude and dismissive comment about A-level results. And her comment, I actually don't think it was rude, but I, I don't know how she said it. I haven't watched the clip. What'd she say? She said, somebody asked me, what will people ask you in 10 years time? And then her response was, they won't ask you anything about your A-level grades in 10 years time. They will ask you about other things you have done since then. What you have done in the workplace, what you did at university. And then after a period of time, they don't even ask what you did at university. It is really all about what you do and what you can demonstrate and the skills that you learn in the workplace. So basically she was saying A-level results don't matter, which to someone who's there right now, 
that's obviously like pissed off like it obviously matters I can't get into uni and you're worrying but in the grand scheme of things I kind of agree with her I 100% agree with her I I feel like I again the delivery is very important there it depends how she said it but yeah. if she was saying it like it's not the end of the world if you didn't get really good grades it because in even look, once you've gone to uni no one's asking you and if you don't go to uni no one is ever going to approach a 22 year old and ask what they got in a levels no one cares like you never no. I barely remember what I got in. actually I fully remember because it was traumatizing <laughs> but like <laughs> that was a lie but no one's ever asked me what I did at a levels and I think if you didn't go like they ask you what you did did at uni if you didn't go to uni no one is ever going to ask you what you did at a what you got at a levels they're just going to ask you what your job is now and like how you got there it's nothing to do so I think that's what the message was but I understand like for students that are just getting it it's like it is that deep yeah I completely agree and I almost feel like yeah if you've had don't get me wrong like you might have worked your ass off but if you've had a really straightforward life, like on paper, where your GCSEs banged, your A-levels banged, you got into the university you wanted, you won't end up looking that good on paper because people like a story. Like when you go into a job interview, people don't want someone who's had this perfect history. They almost love the person that's absolutely flopped and turned it around. Didn't you cry because you you went you you were in an interview and you were talking about how you had to go through clearing and you were saying like the reasons why and you cried because of that. Did that give you a story? Yeah, exactly. Like guys, I genuinely think for anyone who's like out there in life and they're not happy with where they are right now, once you turn it around, if you just put in that little bit of effort or that push to to do what you want to do or like move on from where you are. I swear you'll stand out 10 times more than anyone else. People love a good story. People love someone who's like turned a bad thing around. So I don't think it's that deep. And honestly, I think unless like your dream was to go to Oxford and Cambridge and stuff like that, like there is a difference when you go to those top, top unis. Like, of course there is. But if you're fine, now you have to go through clearing. It honestly doesn't really matter what university you go to you get out what you put in like in in terms of like the status of the university every single university have a marketing team which will say oh it's the number one in this area like there will be Mm -hmm. something about that university that you can advertise about like there, there will be something about it and I think you just need to look at your department and just what you're learning using that experience to get out of it what you need to get out of it. It doesn't matter if it's a Russell group or not, honestly. I think a big thing as well, like <clears throat> for me, I really did want to go to a Russell group and I still have PTSD about my A-levels, but I just went to a Russell group for my master's and now I feel better about myself. Like it's yeah. not the end of the world. Honestly, exactly. if you don't get into Oxford, Cambridge, if you don't get into medicine, I know people who have literally done something else at uni and then gone on to do medicine after done so, gone to a normal uni and then gone to a Russell group after it doesn't have to always be right now let's just wait 100% I completely agree on that note we've got a kind of relatable glass door review do you want to read it out or should I yes let me get it up it's not relatable actually but it's like relatable to the a-levels <laughs> it's like a levels and like having a story (laughs) we lied (laughs) okay so this person said 
I applied for an employee referral. The process took one day and then they say where they interviewed at. The interview process was very simple. My dad knew the... I'm mad. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. The working class got to me. Um, My dad knew the vice CEO of the company, so therefore my interview process was fairly basic and simple. The interview was very chilled and relaxed and I didn't feel any pressure at all because I knew I was going to get the job. <laughs> interview questions. How's your father? <laughs> and then, of course, they have a very positive experience. Like everything, all the little questions I ask, it's green, green, green. Ugh. Mate, this one cracked me up. But like, on that note, it doesn't matter what you've got in your A-levels. It matters who you know, so just build your network, boy. God. Period. I. This is... Yeah, do you know what? Use your connections, whatever. They're just doing what they needed to do, in it? It's rare that you see a positive glass door review, so no complaints. No complaints. <laughs> yeah, this world out here is tough. Sometimes you'll come across those people who are definitely just... They're just in it because they're family in it, if you know what I mean. But like I said, they won't stand out as much as you will stand out. Exactly. So, there's that. Well, on that note, I hope everyone stands out this week. Do something to make yourself stand <laughs> out this week, boys and girls. <laughs> sounds like a plan or if you don't want to stand out and you just want to drop us a little dm about how terrible your week is going please do you can find us on instagram at grown ups the podcast or email us at grown ups the pod no or yeah or, is it at grown ups the podcast oh yeah right. gmail.com. email us at grown ups the podcast at gmail.com thank you very much <laughs> we're on tiktok and youtube guys see you Have next week, week.